Oh, you folks, welcome along to the first LWB Club Football Pod for 2022. We are absolutely delighted to be with you for the next uh, six or seven weeks. Again, uh, going to be belting it over with the best of uh, content regarding your Carlo Championship action. It's going to be in association with the Recovery Hub in Carlo. If you're sore after a match, you might want to hit into the boys there. They're in their own Super Queen area. Uh, J&J Services, you're after a bit of hobby weld. Welding gas or motor parts or anything like that, J&J Services below and Tullow. Maybe you want a championship haircut, the Barbas, Barbershop in Carlow Town. Maybe you want to fuel up going to a championship match, the Green Lemon Cafe in Raffilly. Or maybe you want a few floodlights in inside in your grounds, Sheaborn Electrical, Musgrave Park, one of the places among uh, their floodlighting output, I believe. And they uh, have done a good job on several of the big name ones around the country. We are delighted to have them on board as our sponsors for the championship uh, we still have some advertising slots if anyone is interested you can email leftwingbackpodcast at gmail.com very very reasonable rates as our sponsors above will attest to for the championship so yeah we are into the nitty-gritty of it already we have had a round under our belts over the weekend we're also keeping an eye uh, on a device here to the left hand side because i'm conscious that liverpool and united is still ongoing um and uh i did factor in or i thought i'd factor in uh, full-time being around quarter to 10. Uh, not so wise. Uh, 45 and a 15-minute break, and another 45 watt. You're not factoring injury time the whole time. So maybe I should have held off on that. So we do have a few um, listening and uh, watching already, I should say. And there's another couple of minutes left in United Liverpool. It's United 2, Liverpool 1. As a United fan, very, very happy at the moment. Very, very surprised. Uh, hard work, great determination. Uh, two gentlemen who might not be so happy uh, Brian O'Donoghue and Stephen Pambrick. How are you getting on, gents? Sick. <laughs> Normal service resumes. Yeah, just I don't know about that. Liverpool, as I look here, are absolutely all over United and they're just clinging on for dear life. But uh, yeah, I know you're, we're here to talk about GA, but we can't not talk about this. You reminded me of a funny story. Um, you know, Brendan Lawrence, um, he's with the Wicklow people now. He used to write for Nash yeah. years back and he used to do um, funny columns. And he was working mm-hmm. for um, the radio one time, and it was his first first time going in. And he was doing the sport or whatever. And the evening, evening, um, the evening kicked in, and uh, a match came on the Telly United and Arsenal. And he kind of he'd run out of content. He put this in the column in the paper, like, but he ran out of content to speak about. And the match was on, so he just started commentating on the match. And he was watching away. Eventually, someone texted in and said, "What match are you talking about?" Uh, and it turned out it was a, a classic match the Sky were showing from three years ago. United v Arsenal. He was commentating live away on the, on the radio. So. <laughs> I was worried. The, I was the hoping you were the, doing, doing the, the same. The last thing I have to that Dunzer is the was it 2018 when Tyrone played Dublin Dollar in a football final. I think it was. And obviously, as I used to do with Sunday that time, I was in the studio on Casey Lauder doing the sports show between two and six. I said, how am I going to get to see most of the second half of this? So, uh, yeah, actually factored in our breaks properly that time. But what do you do? Pull out two 10-minute songs, Freebird and Hotel California, <laughs> back to back. Commercial break. There was about five minutes left, I think, in the game with our breaks and songs. And it was grand. And a bit of commentary on the game as well. So, yeah. Uh, Improvisation or innovation that excites, I think, as a famous car dealer brand once said. A uh, minute to go on that, so still 2-1. But yeah, look, we'll chat about a bit of football. As I said, that's what we're here to do. Uh, ladies football will be on the agenda a little bit later on as well. Ben Kerry Tinryland took on O'Loughlin last night. And uh, O'Loughlin actually won that one. Let's, let's start with that, actually, Steve. I don't know if you're over at it, but uh, I think it was, was a 4-5 or five points O'Loughlin won by in the end against Ben Kerry Tinryland. 
It wasn't that. No, I think it was 114 or 115 to 2 6. Uh, I was talking a couple of people, Brad. were a bit the better team, but uh, I wasn't thought it was shadow boxing going on by either side, no, in, in, in total block capitals. But sure, you know, they're going to end up in the final of it. Um, I think, uh, you know, there's St. Anne's and Fenner, the other two teams in it, and like, they're both only for coming up in the last couple of years. So, they're only developing teams that, you know, in fairness to Ben Carrington Rail and all Auckland are for setting a, a high high standard. So um it's going to be you know, it's a you know, it's a big step up for, for both teams and you know I, I think most both teams were nearly at full strength last night. Lauren Dwyer wasn't playing, you know, whether she plays she didn't play last year in the county final on thinking sure, you know, the one about over clean the shed did, of course, she's not back from injury yet. Um, on the Lachlan side, Ellen Atkinson has gone travelling, I think. So, Amy Dolly's not around at the minute, whether she's back, I'm not 100% sure. And that's about it. That's all I can tell you, really. You know, there was a savage crowd that had a passed up by it about half seven or a quarter eight, and there was a queer crowd that had all right, you know. So, mm-hmm. just shows you mad, people are mad for, for games, no matter what code it is at the moment. So, the weather's fine, and the evens are nearly thick now as well. You can see they're saving half eight, nearly are gone. So, mm-hmm. make the best of it while, while you can. All over, 2-1, United. Jesus, I will take it. I wasn't expecting it now this evening, to be honest with you. But going back to that, uh, just a word, I suppose, it's something we remarked upon last year. And I suppose when when O'Loughlin, you know, won their Leinster and all, and got to the intermediate club final and stuff, um, they're playing really, really good football. And with that, and this is not taking that away from them, but what I saw from Benny Carrington Ryan last year with their, the way it was the first team I saw in ladies football in Carroll to play defensive football so disciplined and to actually not waver from it no matter what and carried it out to the letter. They were so good tactically. And I just think in general, the game has come on so much in the last five or six years, largely down to those two teams. Um, enjoyable spectacles, Jenny Mack, like, you know, you'd need both. Yeah, and even see the, the amount of we've had over the last Antrim, know, Antrim getting promoted. Antrim in division or the, the junior replay last week, like Harrow had two ding dong battles with them in the in the in the championship the last two years. Um, like last year they were cruel and lucky not to get through. This year probably a little bit more between them, but the fact Antrim have um, gone on a beat for Manor there in the replay, you know, it probably bodes well for the county. Hopefully that they're 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 getting they're getting there bit by bit, and they might get a junior title in the next year or two. Hopefully, mm-hmm. there's there's something I love about the um. I know ladies football um, is like there's an honesty and a kind of a pureness. Um, they don't like you don't see the cynical kind of stuff. You don't see the some of the nonsense that you get um, in the men's game. And as a result, then you get um, um, a lot more. I think they're a lot better coached or, or can be easily um, more easily coached. Um, there was a brilliant clip going around on Twitter of the Mead um, ladies against Galway, uh, where. Emma Duggan goes starts at, at the throw in at uh, half back, and it's the most simple move of all time, but executed to perfection. And um, the, the okay, you could call it pureness, or you call it honesty, or maybe call it a bit of naivety. But the Galway um, defenders kind of fell for hook line and sinker. Me get a score off it, but um, I, one of the things I love about, about watching ladies football is. The, um, you always see, you know, the the cluster, the the kick out for the, the the cluster bunch break, break, yeah, bunch of break. Like, um, you see that time and again, and the teams that do it really well do it uh, brilliantly. And you you kind of wonder why you don't more men, um, more men's teams do the kind of set play moves, like you know, um, yeah. And then the, the counter to that, I suppose, and I would actually agree with you. I think uh, ladies are actually easier to coach 
sometimes uh, men just don't want to know about it. They just don't want to listen to what, to what you're saying. Like, just don't take it in. And uh, it's funny, we're having this conversation off air, regardless of what system, what style of play, whatever it is. And we would have remarked upon it in the, the Hurling pod. There's three, uh, three simple things, isn't there? Win the ball, uh, pass the ball, move. Three simple things, and then add in a bit of hard work into it. And if you don't execute the basics well, you are going to fall down regardless of the game plan. That's ultimately what comes down to lads, you know. Um, we'll start with Friday, senior football championship action. And I suppose everyone was expecting Aero to win this one. Ended up a draw, 114 to 3-8. Aero and Bindestown Gales. Bindestown Gales, two points up at half time. Now, this is not a comment that you'd make uh, after a game and a hindsight 2020 comment and all that, but... You know, there was certain things going around that Aerog weren't quite the Aerog of the last couple of years, and maybe that's down to personnel moving on. Um, I don't know what it is, but there's just a bit of loose talk that maybe the Aerog camp isn't as sweet as what it might have been in in previous years. Um, like they are, they are losing lads. In fairness, as well, and lads that you can't really replace, despite the fact that they have such depth. And you look at their intermediate team and how good that is, and how good it always is. Um, but you know, that's that's a win, Brian. That Bangladesh will take great heart from in fair or a draw, I should say, a result that Bangladesh will take great heart from the, f- the fact that they were two points up at half time, they still get a draw with the game. Aero come back at them, Aero discipline poor as well, I believe. But yeah, big, big lift for the town. Um, randomly, is there question marks over Aero? I don't know if question marks. I, I randomly bumped into uh, Ken Hickey uh, today and um. Sort of the Bagnestown take on it seems to be that they just kick too many wides. Like Bagnestown gave Rafili an unbelievable game. Um, I can't remember was it the twenty one championship or the twenty championship? They were so close together. Yeah, same um, point last year, twenty one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, like Jamie Clark was on the losing side, but as far as I could see, he was man the match that day. You know, um, but but like Bagnestown football wise, uh, have been coming and are, and are coming. And um, okay, had their rogue been, if you want to call it full strength. Uh, would it have been as close? It, that's obviously hard to know, but I would have said that Bagnestown would, would have would push at every single team they play. They'll probably win a couple of their games, but um, they will push everyone they play. I wouldn't be surprised if Bagnestown ended up uh, at the at the very um, business end of the, of the championship. Like Aero, if Jordan Morrissey is, is hurt, um, Ross Dunphy is away, Owen Root is away, um, I think Richie Mann is is uh, is done. Um, there's like there's names that have been kind of uh, at the the backbone of that team for the for the four in a row, if you like, that uh, are now uh, missing more to wear away as well. So um are they a row team that was there before? Like they're clearly not, but uh I, I certainly wouldn't write them off. Yeah. Stevie, uh, you're you would be grow for Bagnestown. I either think you're a Bagnestown one half the time anyway. The flag was up <laughs> after that in around the time of the county final, but you know, I believe and again I wasn't there myself, but you know, they got they got a lot of men back. They they broke quickly and that, that is a game that suits them. They've got plenty of strength but they've got huge pace as well. Yeah, and no, I was in work because I, I was listening to, on the radio, and like, it was you're trying to visualize what it is. And and um, it, it, when there were a couple of points open, they're all got black card and red card and another red card. And uh, I know they didn't score for 25 minutes, but in fairness, they kept pottering away. I had Darren Nolan come on last year, was it again? I, I, I'm like Brian, I get mixed up with the years now. Did he come on against all Lachlan last year and score the winner? He have to be taken off earlier, maybe I'm wrong, but. He came on the other day, like, and Darren, we seen Darren in the minor final there three or four years ago, like, he was a outstanding man to match that day. He got, I think he got the goal the other night, the third goal, and um, what to have his pace everywhere, yeah, the pace everywhere. Um, 
and looking at their all team, like no, no, I think I think Daryl Bryan and Jordan Morris here are probably going to be back shortly. I think Morton Mike came on as a sub. Mark Fisher is still injured. Uh, like the, the lads that they brought in, it's not before time Kylo Bourne, these lads were playing senior football. You know, I was talking to Tommy Wogan actually at the minor match in Aero there tonight and um, just talking about the two games that Aero played over the weekend. And sure, you know, in fairness, Mark Fiori's back. Like there's lads that, that are missing lads, but with the with the intermediate being regraded after winning the intermediate last year, there's only so many of them can play intermediate anyway. So there's probably a bit like Michel went intermediate or Rangers in the hurling, there's only so many of them can actually go back and play intermediate. So there's going to be more of a push for lads are playing. As that's Tommy there, Kieran Noll, I never heard him. I think he's only a minor. And Tommy said like he's putting his hand up and training. He's he will be training. He's starting started the other day. So and like to to be playing out coming straight home minor playing in our Oak senior team is a fair achievement. And we we will talk later about that that chap from Matt Philly there. I, I was warned about before the match on on, on uh <laughs> Saturday and what, what a display he gave, um, Brandon Kelly. So, uh, yeah, look, it'll give Dunigan. it. Sorry, Dunigan. Brandon Dunigan, is it? Yeah. Well, the program I've done is Brandon Kelly, so apologies for that. Oh. No. <laughs> Brandon, you will go straight now for that one, Stevie. Yeah. No, when he's well, talking, but um, yeah, no. Listen, um, in fairness, you know, wait, now, am I wrong? His mother is Kelly's father's Dunigan, but maybe. Ah, Jesus, you're getting it wrong. Credibility gone already. Credibility gone already. Uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure he's been called work. Blame the ref, Philippe then. Gonzo. If you look at the balance of the side, like you just go down through, uh, you know, both sides, in fairness, right? Uh, if you look at some of the results that Aero might end up with this year, they might not be as pretty on the eye as previous years, but then give it another two or three years and they're going to. Like they could still win the championship this year now. We're not saying they're not going to win the championship over one result, right? But those guys, when they get a few years under their belt of championship football, are going to be serious ballers. This is the holy all of it, like you know. Um, and also, don't forget, like it's whatever five, six years with Airog under Joe Murphy. And yes, a lot of lads would have played under Torlo and Tommy previously, but it's still a different setup, and you're trying to introduce different things, and you know, there's different mindsets, different voices, everything. It's different. And when you've had such a vein of success previously, that might be hard to adjust to as a player. Do you know what sort of way? And it's a, it's probably a challenge that the lads have in fairness them, you know. But anyway, that's the... Uh, happy to clarify, it's definitely Brandon Kelly and humblest apologies to uh, all offended. <laughs> Brian, you've been known to offend one or two down through the years. Yeah. Sure. Look. A, po- a politician uh, <laughs> apologising live on air. This is... <laughs> In on, on mature reflection, uh, <laughs> yeah, and exclusive and exclusive. So that was that was Friday night, lads. We'll, we'll move on, uh, onto Saturday and we'll firstly go with Tin Ireland and Ballabrana. So Tin Ireland 311, Ballabrana nine points. Um, we've heard big things about Tin Ireland, we've heard big things about Tin Ireland a lot of years, but uh, you know, they seem very, very structured under, under Steve O'Mara. Uh, it's very clear the game plan there. Trying to play, they still rack up three eleven. Um, this Stevie, somewhat up for us, right? It was it was tight for the majority of the first half, and sure, then Tin Ireland started hitting goals, aren't they? Yeah, it was just twenty minutes gone. It was four points each, or quarter, uh, um, four points each, nothing in it. It was left full four. No, and I, I, I uh, Connor Brennan, he caught the eye. He, um, he uh, scored a goal on two points. 
Um, Big unit of a lad, yeah. I think he yeah, played junior last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. Did he get the first? I think he got the first goal. Um, so I came in along the sideline. Adrian Brennan made a good save. Ball brought back out to him, buried it. Second goal. Like Shane Redmond. Shane Redmond I, I'm going to go back to panel MLR. Was that a bit of a Sorry, which I completely brushed yeah, over. Shane Redmond yeah. got the other two goals. Something that wouldn't have been in his locker too often. No, but deadly finishes and. Um, they had a good spread of scores. John Murphy was wearing two. He was up the field half the time. Conor McGrath, Jonah Dunn, uh, Shane Redmond, Macho O'Toole, all score from play. Conor Brennan. Um, they balanced around and were missing a few from last year, three or four. They just didn't get the, 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 that little seven or eight minute period before half time. It went from best being a level or a goal down to being eight down. And uh, the first, I think the first two minutes of the second half, Tin Ryland had the ball and kicked the point after two minutes and then Ballerana went straight down the field, lost the ball again. It just wants to just never got into the game at all. And Shane Ribbon's third goal, he finished it off. Um then there was the sending off and off over the far side. Actually, there was a, there was two yet two red cards and one black. I thought James Cole got a red but clarified after it was a, a black and John Murphy and Jimmy Carl, so there's Trina really that's going to the lane at the one time if you want to put that jersey on. Um, so those whoever started it, uh, Dermot Welch and James Cole were the, the they were at the start, of, but James Cole got punished. Dermot Welch didn't, however, the lanesman had a good chat with Brian Deere and saw like that, the, but the game was over, there was, was any time was nearly up at that stage. Tin Ryan, like, said all along, you know, that potentially could be anything and. Right, with Ballinaran with Bangasone drawing with Airog, if Bangasone beat Ballinaran next week, that that group is nearly done and dusted. If Tinrail get a result out of the other game, you know, so it's it's uh after one one round, you, you, you mightn't be in the semi final or quarter final, but you could be a long way from it. Um, it's in, to scores. Jamie Lunny got a point. He's wearing four. David Cox got a point. Darren Lunny only got a point from free. Sansom only got three points from frees. Like Sansom and Lunny two years ago, there was a dangerous a unit you had in the county at senior level even. Balls, once they got into him, and I thought Darren Lunny was playing a bit deeper the other day, now, just, um, he didn't get forward as much as I thought he, he would get forward. But then they're, they're down three or four lads in, in positions in the back, so they're probably much the same as Olox maybe pushing back Shawnee Bamak or Mikey Bamak if they're playing. You're, you're going forward as well, so that is wearing two or four or seven, it doesn't matter. He's going to be end up in the far end of the field anyway. But um, yeah, Tin Ryland, like they're, I said to you before, the championship started. Like these lads can do anything. You've actually hit them playing. for the championship. I yeah, but that was no. I, 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 four cans of caroling on board at a time. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to get a bit of interest in and I got a good response back from Joe. Joe said, was the, was the sun getting to me there when it was one of the warm days, all right. But to New Ireland, like, in fairness to New Ireland, uh, like, they always want to play football. Uh, and they, they, they've always had, like, really good footballers. I remember when they turned us over in 2011 um, and, you know, we were after being in the final in 09, uh, uh, final in 10 and then the replay and then um, Tyrone came and they had that 2011 they had an aggression to their play that I hadn't seen from them before um, and any given year like, they, have, they have enough quality to be at the mm-hmm. business end of the championship it's about whether or not I think back to your thing Kevin of if you're um, uh, win the ball move and work hard um, 
there's no reason why they can't. But in terms of Balnebrana, how many of the Balnebrana say starting fifteen um would have been hurling um say for the for that six week block or seven week block? Um one 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 starter. Is it all? Yeah. Because that's actually crazy because I remember remarking upon that after the first day of Reed game and I was thinking, geez. Now there was a good few playing junior, Steve, wasn't there? Like uh, Yeah, there was five or six of them playing a junior. Um yeah. yeah. Colin Moore like, didn't start another night, so he came on the sub would have been told. My my ignorant, uneducated uh, brain would have been saying, you know, the likes of say the Rangers of this world and the the Michels of this world and, and the Ballinabrandas of this world who um have players who play both, that this this way Hurling being for one part of this year and the football being next should really suit them and encourage them to go ahead for letter. Um, and the, the, the two most disappointing results the whole weekend were the Ballinabrana and MLR result because, um, especially I suppose Rangers, because the fact that they're not the um, they're not looking at playing Leicester or anything, so I would have thought they'd been throwing the kitchen sink and everything at them. Maybe there's injuries or whatever the case may be, but they were down um, eight, eight or nine starters from last year's championship team. There you go, you know. But I, yeah. I just think, it, it's, um, and even in terms of getting scores on the board, there were, there were, it's too low scoring in games for for both those teams with possibly stronger tests to come. So it's a, uh, it's mm. um, it's just a funny one, you know. I suppose with Wallerbana, I'm not quite sure how many more they're going to get back. Rangers will get an influx back, and probably segues nicely onto their results. Um, yeah, Palatine 119, Rangers 5 points. And there is a few over in San Francisco visiting Chris Nolan and that this week, which I think might be back for the weekend coming. But yeah, like you're spot on, Brian. And it is an interesting one we've spoken about year on year. You could nearly say the same thing most years about Rangers and in Ireland, actually, as well. And we have probably on this podcast. And this might be the year of changes for Tin Ireland. Uh, will it change for Rangers? Like, that is a very good point with the fact that there is no Lancer Championship to come. There is literally nothing else really in the way between them and having a right good assault at this stuff. Like, you know, but they need to they need to get results and they need to get them pretty quickly. Um, they will, like, they'll probably turn somebody over and I can only hope it's, it's not right, Philly, but um, like, but I, I'm trying to think in the last, say, 10, 12 years, the amount of times Rangers appear in a, in a semi-final have maybe lost um, two of the group games, you know? Uh, mm. Um it's incredible. They've, they've unbelievable sportsmen and, and athletes down there. Uh, just from time to time, they seem to miss in a, a kind of a couple of marquee forwards or even sometimes a free taker to just pop over a couple of 20 metre frees, like, you know. But um, The fact that they haven't been in a final at all in the last, which is you can go back whatever many years you want, but they've been in so many semi finals. You know, it's yeah. incredible. Like, it says the um, 50s since they were, in, they were in a final. It's, uh, I was actually talking to Dylan Dermody the other day. I was telling you, Kevin, he was yeah. in the Lockland team, one in 57, and I, I just happened to he was out talking to a man I stopped talking to him anyway and I was asking did, would he remember the Cody final in 57 and he said I do yeah he says it was the Gales and they, I think it was Ballamorphy and Boris together maybe but um, he, he he was saying about the Lennons were two of the top players they had that time and um, actually I said Gerald Lennons possibly his uncle and father or definitely one of his uncle Mark was definitely an uncle I think but um he, he said what he Dermody removed one of the one of the Lennons from the from the field. I think it was a I don't know if it was the throwing or but he said that he said that time the, the throwing it I think he said the fourteen on each side behind to the middle of the field. There was only two goalies weren't in it. And the bishop threw in the ball. Bishop Klein. 
But uh, yeah, he told me that story the, before actually. Yeah, what, I, I, what he told me that. What he passed the 50 on to since, years ago. Since but, yeah. since Ballymurphy would be in the final. Um, but back an interesting one with the draw with with Airog and Bangestone is if if Airog and Bangestone win their tour main games, that 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 group is going to go down to score difference. And if it does, then Airog or Raffili in most years would have been first in either group if they were two of them separate. You could have a scenario where an Airog could come second in the group now and you're for Sluder and getting barely into the group to the quarter final yeah. uh, as a third class team and they're presented with Airog in the quarter final. So, you know, that draw the other night now was after um, opening up a bit of a. It's, it's the great thing about uh, two groups of four is that one draw in a group uh, can throw the cat amongst the pigeons. Like, um, yeah, and intermediate is the same. I, I draw intermediate there as well at the weekend. Yeah. The Michelin and, and Aerog, and there's going to be nothing between about six. It has got them. teams through. And yeah. one, just literally one point has got a team through. Michelin were eight points down that game, weren't they? The, the intermediate. Yeah, they got two two in the last five, six, seven minutes. So it's a. It's, uh, one last word on that before we go into that in detail. I just uh, uh, one last word on Pal before we want to go talk about Lachlan Raffili as well. But um, like Pal won that game, one I need to five points with a lot of chaps, you know what I mean? And a lot of messages coming from I won't say from Pal people, but coming from the Pal camp, maybe uh, not not so much from those involved, but you know, supporters and all who, who tend to have a, a good a good feel for things was that they were going to really struggle this year, and you know, very they much say, in transition. They say that every year. Every yeah. year, <laughs> yeah, but you know what? The funny thing is, though, I'd say now more than ever, though, they've, they've so much inexperience, and isn't that such a lift for them to get that result, irrespective of what Rangers team was out there to get that result? Yeah, wow. we still have an experience, going, you know. They still have looking at the team there, like you still have you have David Reed, Connor Lawler, Kieran Moran back. He's like that's good to get the new player back, like he's that's, he's that's the big one, yeah. He was yeah, the makers of that county team. With Torlock and the boys, when they put him back wing back, that was the final piece that Jigsaw that time because he was a centre forward. They were pal, the couple of championships to one, he was he was nearly unstoppable. And like they still have like so front Finbar Cabinet, Jason Kane, like to have Tomas Kenny, Jamie Kenny, Shane O'Neill, Connor Crowley. Yeah, like if they, they get the, the weather stays good, I would like to see wouldn't be backing against them in a two horse race, but like we're talking about. After the first round, we've plenty to talk about. And the, the second round will probably it'll open up the, whether you have any dead rubbers left for the last game or whether someone has to win to stay up. Or if if Jack Brennan hadn't if Jack Brennan has had had got injured, uh, yeah, he's Pal, injured I, as well. I would have Pal as um, more than what's more than a dark horse, uh, a light horse. They um, they'd um, be a serious serious outfit. Jack Brennan is a huge loss. But having more and back, he's a fairly he's, good horse playing, Brian. In fairness, dark or light, he's he's fairly fairly good. Um, and he would he he like us being he like us calling him a chap as well, um, and as well more and the rest of them there. But uh, yeah, no, listen, fair play onwards, onwards and upwards. Raphael O'Loughlin, this used to be a monumental fixture once upon a time. Maybe not as monumental, but still always gauges big interest and uh, you know the rivalry. I don't know has it has it simmered any of it. But two twelve Raphael, two six O'Loughlin. Um, Brian, let's start with you on this one. Um, I suppose to be honest, I thought Raffili made hard work of it. Um, we were, I think, five points up. Um, once when Brendan went off with the blood injury that time, I think we were five points up and um, just didn't really put the foot on the accelerator to to finish it out. Um, and then the goal at the end, um, I suppose, 
made it a bit more comfortable, made the scoreline look a bit more comfortable for from a referee point of view. Um, I thought it was your typical first round um, game where you know Lachlan probably come in thinking if we can um, sort of take a scalp here or get over the line here, um, you pretty much be guaranteeing themselves uh, at least quarter final spot, you know. And they, they played like it was uh, like everything was on the line and. Um, some really good performances. Um, uh, Aaron Ammond was uh, was very good for Lachlan. Um, but I, I think I, I'd say at this stage, you know, the, the 09, 10, 11, that 13, that that those five years, that kind of legacy is over, if you like. And I'd say most people would have expected referee to win um, the other night. Maybe more comfortably than they did, but um, they never. It wasn't. It certainly wasn't comfortable. And then of course Brandon Kelly. Was the uh, uh, was the nice the nice touch for us? Um, so I scored one four from play, um, and I, I was coming out of the stand and uh, chatting to one of the lads, and one of them said, um, "Brandon was quiet." I was scoring one four from play, like you know. So if if that's a quiet performance, uh, if, um, and I suppose one of the things was you know Brian Murphy having played so well last year was there was lads piled in on him as soon as Rafael got the ball and went to move forward and it left the likes of Brandon and Jake Elliott and and, um, and Brian o, uh, Smith uh, available for um, more kind of scoring opportunities like so um, but I think that's that'd be my synopsis of it but uh, others might think differently Steve yeah the call facts of it Rafael hit 13 wide so Lachlan only hit 2 and so Lachlan's 2 were the first kick of the game the last kick of the game but that's that's the well, Lachlan were probably turned over a good bit in the middle third going forward. So if you kick a ball wide, possession going to the opposition. So the wides balanced were balanced a bit by the possession we lost in the middle third. Like Mikey could have had a goal after a few minutes. Mm. Rafael looked a bit hoping at the back when we if you broke the 45 at pace, we'd done it twice or three times. We got my Roach got point and Arnam got the goal over in the first half. Um Sean Hellick is a good point as well, but um, Raphael, like Brandon, Brandon Kelly, um, Damien Sheen was sent me before the match. He decided to start for the Valorana match and he said, uh, watch out for this lad. He's, um, <clears throat> he's not too bad. He's, uh, he's he, he hasn't played with any county teams, I don't think, but he's, he's been involved with soccer and he literally, he was in front of us for the first half and you know, I know it's on the mark and that probably, it's not like years ago where you have a Man marker, like obviously, I'd say, I'd say he could have a man marker next day, Gavin Healy or someone. You need someone that's probably the same size as him or that. But uh, Jesse he was he was deadly. Like and once the, the attack for the second goal or the kick out went wrong and he was on the edge of the square, we knew it was only one outcome coming there. Um, they go lock the two goals. Like were, you know the, the first one, Brian Smith just got touched to the head of Stephen and he got a point the same as well. And you know the next day, hopefully, didn't want to go in. Like so. Like all Auckland, I wouldn't say I'd be happy with the. You'd be happy with performance if you win. Uh, as Brian says there, if a Auckland won, you have a foot in the quarter final. At the moment, they haven't. They've no credit for the game. It's nil nil. They're starting Rangers next Sunday quarter four to be. They'll have three or four boys back, and they'll be stronger than we were last week. And and uh, you know they won't be they won't be um, crying about the beating the golf pal. They'll be worrying about what's what's in front of them, blowing white. But uh, from an Auckland point of view, good to see. Paul Auckland back now. I know he went off near the end of it. Um, if we know last year, he'll be back for next week. Hopefully, he will be. Um, Mikey Bambrick 
was was good in good in patches going forward. Serious traffic can break that game lane, like I say, that's the thing. But with Rafili, if you bring the ball to contact, if you were to go to the far side of that, you're 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 it's a game changer. But they learned as the game went on, they didn't more of them tackles went I in and were lads were stopped up rather than the room they had the first half. Am I right in saying was there was there two Lachlan kickouts that um cost some scores? Um and it wasn't necessarily Keeper's fault was kind of mixed up in, in in calls or something, and I think we got a goal off one of them. Um, yeah, the second goal was off one. The, no, I, I literally only seen it when it was going. It was it was after going wrong. I, I took my eye off it, and next to the same Brandon Kelly was in loose in the middle, and someone went to him, and it was literally you know yeah. it was an over an, an overload. So it was going to be a goal. Uh, the first goal was from just a high ball came in, and, and um, you know Stephen didn't get to it, and and because the but back to Brian Murphy, Brian Murphy was quite. Even from freeze, he was, you know, he kept one way during the second half. And mm. Alan Kelly had no shot on the goal, but like you had Brian Smith scored one, two. Jack or uh, Jack Kelly got a couple of points. Um, Connor Riley had a cracker of a point. Brendan Murphy had said probably only one shot at the post, nearly kicked it. Uh, I thought he was in bother there before half time and he went off. But he came back on and said, looked in worse bother when he did go off eventually. Yeah. Um, the hip was um, But um, I, I think one thing. That- Maybe it cost a lot of them, but they seem to be uh, dead set and going for goals. Um, I don't know if, it's, if that's if that's their game plan or whatever, but there's a couple of opportunities where they were. Um, I think the Taylor chap was in on goal at one stage and he, he put it wide. Um, but there's a couple of times where I thought they had opportunities to tap on scores, put them over the bar, and and, and kind of keep the thing taken over and kind of went for the juggler. Now I suppose if you're Playing against the the reigning champions and you're in on goal, I know I'd be going for like I'd be going for it, but that seemed to be a a, a direct tactic, if you like, that they they wanted goals. Um, I'm sure the old cliche goals in games, but um, and in fairness, Ammon's finish uh for the first time was like I don't I don't want to say it because he loved it, but it was a, it was it was a cracking finish. Uh, and to beat Robbie, yeah, Robbie Mikey's one before that just went up to the post, and like you, you don't get too many of these chances. Uh, Barry Hayes actually said in the radio after um, that Rafili got no goal chance the first half and ended up with a goal and we had two goal chance and ended up with one so yeah. that's that's a six point swing if you look at it that way it's a and there was six points in it in the wind up but as I said if you look at, if you look at the, the wides was 13 two, that doesn't tell you everything wides aren't just their, their shots of goal it could have been six of them shouldn't have been kicked at the goals but uh, you know the, the but the fact that other sports were going back to this chestnut again of uh like we see Dana O'Brien with the Irish International Rugby, what game she had, uh, Brandon Kelly's was a savage soccer player, like these players have you know they've crossed over from one to the other and uh effortlessly at that you know at, at, at a high a, a good level. So you're 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 um just because the lad hasn't played county under sixteen or seventeen or fourteen or whatever, like as I said, Damien Sheen said to me before the matches, watch out for this lad. No, he's supposed to be very good. And in fairness to him, it was an understatement to 1 4 from playing his first senior game. Like, remember Brian Murphy or Brendan Murphy playing his first senior game? He's corner forward. He looked totally over play, six foot five, playing corner forward. He was only about 17. And um, uh, I won't forget this lad's debut on you. Yeah? Did I? He kicked, he, remember that that was against Pal. He kicked four points uh, on his debut. One was a 45. He has kicked 45 since. But uh, he, he uh, yeah. But, um... 100% record for 45. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll move on to the fixtures, lads. Um, so, coming up on Friday then, it will be By the Sound Gales versus Bonner Brana at 
uh, all these games in Netwatch Cullen Park. Saturday, uh, 7.15. There is an intermediate game on before this as well, but we'll get to that in a sec. 7.15, Rafili and Pal. Then on Sunday, 2 o'clock, Tinoyle and Airog. And then after that, Monas Rangers and All Auckland at 3.45. So uh, predictions, we'll we'll jump into them. Um, Bynastown Gales, Banlarana. Probably be a kick in Banlarana, but I'm still going with Bynastown Gales. Where are you on that one, lads? All agreed. Probably just think the same, yeah. Okay, Grant. Uh, then Rafili Pal, like all of a sudden, this is this is a game of, of big, big interest. Uh, a Palman, John Kenny, has uh sent in a message to us there. He's listening from Portugal, that's the job. Sound Johnny, hope you're enjoying the old break. Uh, all is all is good up here in the cul de sac. John is next door neighbor, that's just right. Hand does not, uh, but uh, yeah, um, Rafili Pal, like as uh, what I was going to say there was, we would have been talking about this a few weeks ago, as nearly. A given almost, which sounds a bit disrespectful, but probably near enough. Now, all of a sudden, after Pal's win, albeit against the week in Rangers, there's a, there's a big contest here. And no love lost there either, that's between, between those two. So, um, I'm still going with Raffili. Brian, you're going with Raffili, obviously. Uh, the only thing I'd say is uh, there was an uh, unusually large Palatine contingent at my wedding back in June, uh, including their their secretary and uh, the Kenny's mother Anne, who's a fabulous singer. Um, but they were um, all talk about how um, you know they were in a transition and, and all this kind of stuff, and I wasn't buying it for a second. So uh, I think Raffili are facing a very very dangerous Pal team this weekend. Obviously, the heart and the head. Jeez. He's dropping out on us. Come back to us. Come back to us. We'll bring him back there in a second. And all that are going on. Uh, I think he's going to go with Raffili. Stevie, who are you going with? I'll probably go with Raffili. No, I, I didn't see Pal the other night. And I'm looking at the team there. I said, uh, I'll go with Pal on, on what form I have in front of us. But Pado's going to find out a lot about his own as there with Pal there. Uh, like Raffili, there's no better test in the championship game for uh, any newbies you have in the team so I, I'll go with Raffili but uh, mm-hmm. like the winner of that is potentially straight into the semi-final you know if, if, the, if it's um, Raffili and, and they can beat Mugnister Rangers in the last game they're definitely true so it's, it's a direct road if, if it's to give you a week or one one week off anyway at some stage in the championship I'll go, I'll go with Raffili at the minute Raffili for you Ryan? Yeah uh, it's said to be game of the week but I Okay. Heads, yeah. There we go. Uh and Airog. Now, this is going to be an interesting one, lads. Jesus, before before last week, even though you heard bits and bobs, you'd be saying Airog all day long. Uh, what are we saying now? What are we saying now? Tenoyland, one of the things Tenoyland really have in common are when they're the favourites, they um, doesn't tend to go too well. So I'd really want to predict Airog with the expectation that Tenoyland are going to win, if that makes any sense. Uh, yeah. I think maybe with the... With the Personnel, they're all missing, and Tim Ireland seems to be end up. I'm going to say Tim Ireland. Interesting, Stevie. Um, if John Murphy's red card stands in the centre of pain, where the winner they want, um, I think it'd be a fair loss there for Tim Ireland. Um, he added a bit to the team the other day, and I thought Airog might have a couple back. Um, probably give Airog just a, just the verdict, just about. Yeah, I think I think Wogan and Torlaw have the hairdryer and everything out this week now to be honest with you. Um they won't have been impressed the other day, even though they got a point out of it. They'll be looking, you know, um 
And tonight will be sizing up now. I think an opportunity here, won't it? Fairness, Paul like, Roger so. will be back. I don't know. Is Paul Roger out for longer? I don't know. No, Lucas. Um, and, and the thing about with, like Gerard Welsh was quite enough the other day. Got no score from play, you know, and he'd be allowed to be expecting the throw two or three over any game. So like, um, and as we said, if if uh, you know if if the, that group is going to go down to score a difference, if if Eroga and and Bangs win their remaining games, if you know. Eroga are going to be looking to see if they can can win and win well. But I don't think they'll, I don't think they'll win well. It'll be a win and, and go from there if you can. Hmm. Yeah. Um. I'm going with a draw. I'm going with a draw. I think I think it'll be tight. It's actually very hard to pick it. To be honest with you. But I'm going with Is a draw. Is it comfy in that fence, Kev? Uh, splinters in the arse. <laughs> <laughs> I won't get used to it, I promise. I won't get used to it. I just had to put a cushion onto it, one or the other. Um, so that's that one. And then Rangers, Old Auckland. Um, I think the Rangers lads will be back now. I don't know what state they'll be in. If I was in San Fran for a week or two, which it was earlier this year, I hope me, hope me come back as healthy as what I was going on over there. Um, Actually, sorry there, think... Kevin. Kevin, um, Barry Hazel protects me there. That match in, in, in with... Um, all Auckland around the Insta range was actually on at six o'clock now, it's changed. Okay, sound for that, Baz. Much appreciated. Um, oh, thanks, Barry. There, I give out to him often enough, but there was a rumor someone said actually could have been in the interviews on the radio that there was talks being changed with his graveyard mass in Ballin or in Ballin Murphy. So it protects me there right. now. So. Six o'clock, then. Um, I'm going all Auckland, Stevie. Well, I should have to go for all Auckland. Oh, that's. Uh, I said it earlier that Rangers won't be pining for the, the two points they lost last week. They'll be looking for the two that are available this week and they'll have John Noll and Chris Noll and Ted Jace be back whether they're playing or not. But that's you know, that's that's um that's up to them. But um yeah, Locks need to win this to to you know to try and get, get that mm. part of final spot in their into their own hands. Brian. I predict a low scoring game. And all locked into shade it. All right, there we go. Uh, we'll move along to intermediate lads. This is what we're saying. We might, might even get to a stage that we have to split this uh, into two with uh, junior and intermediate on one podcast and senior on the other because it will be like the end of Titanic again, as was from Osta last year. We still have a good few tuning on, watching on. Uh, send us a comment if you're enjoying it, lads. Uh, Kilbride 113, O'Hanran's five points. Um, Margin of victory, surprising maybe, or would some say no expected? Uh, lots of lads obviously not playing with the blues. Like Lee Walker's down in Greg Cullen this year and he's tearing it up in the least championship. He's been a serious addition to Greg Cullen in particular. Um, so they're a different looking side. But still, I don't think anyone, well, I don't think Manny would have expected 113 to fight Stevie, would they? No, I don't have seen the, the Blues team now. There's a lot of names I'm not familiar with. No, and and uh, Danny Thompson wasn't on the start. He did start. I think he'd done the hamstring either side of half time. And like, he's a horrible loss, like in fairness to Jesse. You know, he's a handful for any senior team and, and uh, he'd be county standard as, uh, as well. So he's going to be, he's gone, went off yesterday. We're presuming he's going to be gone the next day as well. So um, Kildavan ha- or Kilbride have Kildavan, I think, next week. So who does that leave? Uh, Grange and the Blues is in the other game. But um, yeah, they're going to be... There's a big beat now, right? Because the Kilbride team, we know it, it nearly all off my heart. Now, the, the regulars on it still, the Nolans, Dara Foley, Sean Foley, um, James Foley, you know, they're all 
household names that to get bang for the book over that team, like it's their you know, the the they know exactly what it says in the team, they don't uh, they take no prisoners and uh it has two points for <clears throat> it's putting the lows under pressure straight away and can breed have you know the, but that the intermediate there's not between five, six teams in it, it's just going to be you know, you, you said you could get through to semi for a quarter final with three points. We could come more last year. A kick of a ball yeah. away from going yeah. straight through to a semi ended up in, in yeah. junior. Like it's yeah, it's actually crazy that intermediate in fairness. Um, I'm actually going to do a separate uh column at some stage, I think, on leash equivalents of Carroll teams. Uh, because I think Carlos Killeen and Kilbride have an awful lot in common. Like the Mount lads yeah. are still hanging on, and then St. Joseph's and Tyrone would have an awful lot common and funny enough there's a there's a, an intertwined there with the, with the name of St. Joseph's and the Island but the one in Leash and the one in Carlo are similar enough you know that talent's not but anyway going back to Intermediate uh, other results then from that group we'll do a group a group on this uh, Grange won 7 Calavan 20 goal 10 points uh, Navon then on the other group 3-6 Erog won 12 now that was a very interesting game which we'll, which we'll come to Fenna 17 points St. Patrick's won 9 lots of people tipping Fenna to win this Intermediate Championship um, so yeah, I don't know where we want to take it up from there, but you know, we did hear a good bit from uh Navon and, and Aerog that grittiness of, of Navon it just never lets them down, Stevie. No, and they just I looked at the team that five of them played the junior the week before, now, and they didn't stand out. They don't mean that now, as in the played Raphilis in the division four final, and Raphilly only took Conor O'Neill off theirs for the senior there. He commands a blood soap for Brendan Morphin, and he won rightly from the last five minutes. Uh, but like Michael Nevon just don't there's no giving in like I was looking at, I was following on Twitter it was 112 to 1-4 and end up 112 3-6 I was talking to Tommy Wogan there a few minutes they got a couple of black cars either side of half time I think they got one and a half time one after it and um, John McLaughlin had full forward last couple of minutes caused a bit of harm I think and uh, like the the James O'Hara didn't start last time he was coming back from injury Diego Don. Jerk had uh, uh, was, was five of them started in the junior or the division four final the week before, and um, yeah, like they're playing, are they playing Finna next Saturday? Well, it was just fixtures um, the next segment, uh, yeah, yeah. I think Corey Harm was on the Corey Harm there to yeah, win the I think he said that, that, that no, sorry, Eroga playing Finna, sorry, yeah, yeah, and St. Patrick's uh, are playing they won, yeah, it's, it's great to have so many um clubs, first teams, um. In the intermediate, uh, there was a lot of years there where you, um, maybe not too many, but um, when you're when you're main, when you're when you've got first teams and clubs um, playing championship games, you're going to have bigger interest, you get bigger crowds, and um, you're going to get a better standard of football, you know. Um, and uh, just the the Blues game, like any town team, um, kind of losing to a, a team from a, from a crossroads is like. Um, it's one of the great things is about, about GA, like it's about um, your thing again, Kevin. Uh, win your ball, move it, and, and work hard, and you can be anybody, like you know. Um, Kilbride have just been notorious for years of more often than not, maxing out what they're capable of with the resources capable to them. They're just yeah. so efficient that way, in fairness. Like, and Jesus, like, who knows? I don't know if Tony Hill would, would have been saying this at the start of the year. You could see another kick in them, like you could see yeah. another kick because, like, you know, a lot of people were talking about them as likely to go junior very, very soon. And who knows that that might still 
that might still happen. We could be talking about something different next week, but there's still a bit of a kick in the I reckon. Um, but anyway, we'll finish out the yeah the fixtures in full then. So just to recap, St. Patrick's and Navon, 7.30 on Friday out in the Centre of Excellence. Uh, 5.30, now watch Cullen Park on Saturday, Kilbride versus Glavin County Gall. Uh, in that same group on Saturday at 7, back out in the Centre of Excellence, it's Grange and O'Hanrahan's. And also in the Centre of Excellence at 7 o'clock, the other group 2 game, Erog and Fenna. Uh, predictions for those. Um, I I'll, I'll just go. I'll rattle through them. So, Navon St. Patrick's. I'm going Navon. In a word, lads, who are you going with? Draw. Okay, Stevie. We talked words on my mouth. <laughs> right, Grant. Uh, Kilbride and Kilavan County Gall. That is a home dinger. That is a home dinger. Um, I'm going with draw on that one. My goal, Kilavan. At the, at the risk of being shot by uh, the Kilbride lads, I go at 11 as well. Grange, O'Hanrahan's. Grange? Grange. I, there, there has to be something left more in the Blues. Um, I, I, the Blues for that one must be something in the tank there, and especially after getting bet so well the last day, I, I go the Blues there. Erogan Fenna. Um, Fenna just about. Hesitant vote to Fenna. 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 There we go. There we go. Okay, Junior. Um, so, yeah, catch 22 for me personally last Friday. Uh, Collision and Lachlan Bridge were playing the same night, which wasn't ideal. So, <laughs> missed the Lachlan game, unfortunately. Uh, but they lost out to Clomore in that one. Uh, we start with Junior, obviously, we're going through B and C there as well, let you know what's going on. Uh, Clomore 316, Lachlan Bridge. Eight points. Uh, the other group two game. Tenoyle one thirteen. Fighting Cox thirteen points. Sean O'Brien was in line, I think, to play for the Cox and then got hurt in the war or something like that. The coroner to reports. Uh, that's a scary prospect for any junior A footballer. Oh, hurt him, like was it a, a, a concrete wall or something like? Want to have something with substance anyway. <laughs> um, that's a quite a good win. In fairness for Tenoyle's second team, but look, it's not hugely surprising. They've been in a couple of finals back to back at that grade, so. But that makes the, the Lachlan Bridge Fighting Cox game Friday night now, is it Friday or Saturday night? That makes that one a, a, a most win game for Bottom nearly. You know, after one game, after one round. Yeah, and I go back to what I was saying, it's great to have a team's, a club's first team, um, you know, playing in, in each individual championship, but um, when that's happening then, you know, a club's first team shouldn't be getting uh, beaten by Another club's second team, which uh, is what happened with Israel and the Cox. But um, again, you like to see, you like to think there's a, there's a there's repercussions then for whoever plays the Cox next because they won't they won't take a defeat line down. You wouldn't think. Yeah, that's going to be a grueler. Uh, that game with Lachlan Bridge and the Fighting Cox is Saturday at six o'clock. Exactly. Uh, down the Fighting Cox. So yeah, uh, big big ask for for Lachlan Bridge. I think. I think the Cox might just win that one. I hate saying it. I'm going to be shot for saying it, but I think the Cox might do that one. Um, we'll get a prediction on that one while we're on the topic. Cox. Yeah, Stevie? Um, probably have to go with the Cox, I'd say. Yeah, no. Locks and have a couple of lads back that haven't got the last day. The Cox, I just see the scores there. All the labels, Matty Dolan, Alan Quigley hitting the scores and like there. They're on a good while and they'll, they'll hit him the next day as 
well, like they're you know they're 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 working with a small group as well. I suppose Derek Head is training them. Um, like if joking aside, if Sean O'Brien was playing, like and I don't like you know you hear all these stories, he he he'd be a frightening prospect. A frightening prospect is yeah. Understatement. Uh, the other fixture there, Clonmore and Tinryland, 7.30 out in Clonmore and uh, as good as we've been... That's a tough spot to be going to Clonmore. That's, that's a tough spot. That is really, that's Galatasaray job now. That's... <laughs> <laughs> well, it was an hour there anyway. It might be a, a rookie dial. It's, it's still not her own, but... Uh, oh, man. Anyway, went down there. Is... I've came over and this injury record in general, right? But I brought my leg when I was 12 against Lomore and I made bits of my ankle out there four years ago. And <laughs> that is, I'm, not, I'm not trying to dog Clomore over there, but generally you get a seriously physical game when you're playing Clomore. Um, yeah, they've done great work out there, lads. I saw pictures of the... They're fine. Yeah, another picture yeah. there as well, I think. Yeah. So they had 75 years and uh, they had their 75 and... Uh, years and celebration there a few weeks back but um like i grew up with rafaeli clamore being a massive rivalry at senior level um and in in one sense it like you sort of for us anyway it's it's sort of like it's sort of sad to see them playing junior because we like we'd love that rivalry back at at, at top level but at underage um they're putting together some really strong teams and yeah. um in the same way you can see Fenna sort of starting to to grow there again i wouldn't be surprised if if um but some old one minor there in the was it the late 80s or early 90s like when that was that was you know unheard of you know that thing was air over when most of them as as you know most was that was that with the McGraths? Okay, the one one. Say it was early nineties. Um, uh, yeah, was, was Goose, and, yeah, think Goose McGrath. Could have been over. Like we, we could never beat him. Like they knocked us old senior. They knocked us. the hammered us in intermediate final. It's different times, but they, they had some. They always had their football was one thing. They always bit like Raffili. Their football would stand the test of time, no matter the skill wise, they wouldn't be and the, they wouldn't be beating skills anyway. You know the basics of the game. And Stevie, and that's, that's, more, that's what you fall back on. They have massive, massive following. Um, like I, I think at one stage, um, even after kind of the the, the crash and all, like the Clamour Lotto, I think was taken in about two grand a week when um, and and maybe at, at a time when things weren't going well on the field, like the, the support they have and the, the following yeah. they have is is absolutely probably one of the best in Carlo. Um, yeah, and um, they probably the, the followers probably deserve uh, uh, some glory days. I think that during Paddy Malay managed them to the intermediate final in 2011, I think, was it? Uh, and after that, I don't think they've been an intermediate final since. Um, but they're, they're on the rise, I think. Yeah, uh, the connection down here is not great, so if this is cracking up i uh, apologize i don't know what way we're looking or what way we're sounding but anyway we'll we'll, we'll stay going until until she, she she drops here but uh continuing on with the junior stuff um yeah uh the other junior a game so on auckland 214 binding gales one four and uh just trying to trace the other one there uh ballon 312 palatine 14 points and just looking ahead to the fixtures there now i was missing the ballon binding fixture not quite sure when is that uh, 
taking place. But um, again, just sifting our Lachlan Palatine is on Saturday at seven thirty in Palatine. So Friday. is that oh, Lachlan Friday, no? Uh, twenty. Yeah, Friday. 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 Oh, You're spot on. You're yeah. spot on. I apologize. Uh, yeah. Uh, who are we going with? In the words of Saul Campbell, I say France. Um, <laughs> um, do you see that? You see that clip where he's asked to pick between long time four teams. Dude. Um. <laughs> I don't know, especially junior. Um, just, it's, it's obviously balanced first team. Um, it's balanced, yeah. balanced, balanced down at the, the prediction now. Hold on, we're going for uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, you're so going to Campbell on it. Now, who's now, <laughs> who's the first? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the last thing I heard was was Balanced all right, there, Chris Kamara. <laughs> <laughs> It's like showing the dog. The dog only knows his own name. He doesn't understand other people's words when you show it down. Well, I've enjoyed my last ever appearance on uh, Friend Back. Could be, could be mine as well. Could be yeah. mine as well. Um, yeah, O'Loughlin. I'm going with I'm going with O'Loughlin, and I'm going to go with Ballin in the other game. How are we fixed, lads? What's the prediction? God, I... Ballon probably to be bang so the Lachlan bang this one game this was the prior one uh, uh, JP Tracy scored a ball a cracker of a goal in the first two or three minutes and bang this one looked like they were going to run away with it now Lachlan's the, the, the experienced lads was was a, was more experienced in the field than it was in the bank now that's the truth but as Gaston you see when you see they had um, Michael Meaney Dickie Kelly Huey Gann Richie Bork John Hayden all part around the field and they worked the young lads into the game and told Clarkey in the goal before were Clarkey. Um so like they were they were they mightn't have had it in the legs the whole lot of them but they definitely had it in the head and it kind of there was nothing in the game. Point in the half time and uh, Michael Maney went through the start second half in the throw and I thought it was Owen Merchant in the other and final couple of years ago and kicked the point and the kick out went wrong and the goal goal. So there were five points up then and they kind of took over then but um the Looking at the Pal team, Pal have a kind of a settled second team league garden doing all the scoring. He scored eight or nine points or nine against Ballon. So, Pal, there'll be nothing in that game. I look, I'd be hoping I'll lock them in, but when you surprise Pal win, it'll be. And if if I lock them in, that'll be true, probably. Uh, looking Ballon, I guess it should have enough for Bagasun Gales, whether they've anyone else come back on the team. Like, um, the, the last party, they won the Junior B last year, I think, did they? I think Owen Hickey was probably the only one. Owen Hickey might be the only one, but off, off of that, he played senior yeah. there. And Ross O'Neill, maybe. They're the only two, I think, played uh, senior there yeah. on Friday night. So they probably have what they had. Oh, JP Tracy, I couldn't understand who this lad was full forward. Because it was late going in. And it took me about 10 minutes to figure out who it was. He's a big unit to tell you. He scored a cracker of a goal, though. Um, I wouldn't say he played a whole lot of football in Gorn in his day, but he wouldn't throw him off the ball too handy, same as the hurling. Mm-hmm. Uh, junior B football results: uh, Arrow two eleven, Clavin twenty goal five five. What a scoreline! Uh, Saint Mullins two eleven, Vanlerbana one seven, Fenna two sixteen. They've won six points, and I'm missing one. Yeah, Aska two nine, a Philly five points. Now, just looking at the other uh, junior fixtures this week. So, Junior C, the granddaddy of them all. That's uh, Wednesday evening. 
Lachlan Bridge at home to Clonmore at a quarter past seven. They had to do a redraw on that because a few teams actually pulled out. Um, in Group 1, the other side, or sorry, the other game in Group 1, uh, 7.30, Ballon at home to St. Patrick's. And then in Group 2, you have the Fighting Cox at home to Pal at quarter past seven. And then at eight o'clock, you have the Blues at home to Mount Lancaster Rangers. Uh, Junior B fixtures uh, on Thursday, no, on Saturday. You have Aska and Fenna. That's at five thirty in Aska, and then you have Balnebrana and Airog. That's on Sunday, six o'clock in Balnebrana. Uh, Kildavan Tony Gall at home to St Mullins, six o'clock in Kildavan, and Navon at home to Rathbilly, six o'clock. Uh, so that is the story. Any other matters ongoing, gentlemen? I've seen Aska playing all Auckland a couple of weeks ago in a practice. They're in the Junior B. I've seen Rafael playing last week in Division 4 and Asker turned them over with seven or eight points. And they looked they look decent on this for Lachlan. A junior B practice match? A junior <laughs> practice match. I know they're probably illegal in most counties, but... <laughs> they, they look decent. Now, Pal, or, or Asker, sorry, like Tom Moore, there's been a lot of work underage and there's probably a couple of lads trickling through there at the moment. Um, I'd be to see that junior B is wide open. Anyone could win that as well. Like, it's... Pacotti said a couple last year, someone said it was a six year plan, was it or five, five or year six plan? year plan to win the senior championship? Yeah, if the structure stays the yeah, same. So, but like Fenna, Nevon, Kildav, 19th, and Ballinaran had lost to Simons in our last night. Just, you know, the, the one he put the, the A team structure, it, 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 it does leave it. I know the Kobe Dead Rovers are the third set of games, but you know, there, there's there's something to play for. The first two rounds are, you know, you're, 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 you're definitely. If you don't win the first game in your group, in any of these groups, you're you have to just taking all your hands. He's having me absolutely. So maybe it was a joke. Does the Mullins have a six-year plan to win the senior football? Slightly, slightly tongue-in-cheek, I'd imagine. But you know what? They're not going to be far off. Not, I'm not going to say they're going to win the senior championship, but they'll end up intermediate I'd say, within the five years. I think. Well, to tell you one thing. Uh, I know. I know. Um, in, in Kieran Murphy's book, uh, he, he interviewed um, Jar Lennon, and you know the story was that you know Jar come carrying out the balls and the, the footballs at the end of hurling training, and the boys would be like, ah, you know, go away with the footballs, sort of thing. But there's enough talent uh, that like Paddy Kyo, um I remember we played them in junior A a few years back, and Paddy Kyo was every bit as good a footballer as he was a hurler, as far as I could see. Um, and that's just one example. I remember didn't Jack Kavna, um Get to a, a minor A final with with Rangers when the um, was six, correct. Yeah. Um, there's there's football down there. Um, obviously Actually, the hardest was first, but Brian, it's like we we played out clips last year of James Dyle hitting freeze off the ground in Junior Z final, and they wouldn't let out place crawl park. Like they were absolutely <laughs> unbelievable. Some of the footballers they have are top class. They're definitely they're definitely capable of playing senior club football, like some of the lads there. Um. Some might argue even with Dyle with his athleticism and everything that he's capable of playing senior county football because he just has it all phys- physically and, and has a, a bit of ball as well. Uh, they're gonna, I think they're going to win that junior B. Now, as things get a little bit closer to the business end, there's a Leinster Championship to be played for, you know. So yeah. you just wonder, wouldn't you? Um, but isn't it great? I was actually talking to, this, talking to someone about this. Yes, imagine like you have to win the senior championship in the code that everyone wants to win it in from their point of view, you know, hurling. And that's it. And then I can go on and enjoy the football. Literally go on and enjoy it. Train maybe one night a week. And that is the dream. It's level Leinster Championship to look forward to. Yeah. Man, 
that's a pretty good year, isn't it? I, I think in fairness, uh, Schlock Neil um, have been the 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 trend or the, the bar setters, trend setters, whatever you want to call it. Um, mm-hmm. if, if they can do it and come out of Northern football, uh, if they can do it, um, it, it surely can be done. Um, is it eighty one since Michael did it? Or eighty six. Eighty-six, isn't eighty-six? Yeah. Uh, like, and like, Mike were lucky not to win a couple more, like, because they just, like, they lost a lot of finals, lost to Raffili, Arrow, point or two, just probably needed a forward, maybe a, the marquee forward, lad says, you know, the Arrow or Raffili might have had or might have hadn't, you know, on, on some days. Um, this year as well, a lot of people have asked this question, so I'm going to have to put it out there. A lot of people have asked why wasn't the actual grades flipped this year. So for the last couple of years, obviously, it's been this way, where Horland's been played first and then football's been played. And I went to a vote at a board meeting, and I believe, and I want the correction, that some Horland clubs even wanted to keep it the same. And I just can't understand that, because out of everything, I think it's a little bit easier to get back up to speed with football than it is with Horland. Your touch has to be in in Horland. Like, it's just so important to you. I'm not saying it's not important to football. You need to be playing. You need to be sharp. But Jesus, it's 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 mad. I yeah, look, that, 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 that was the way it went. Like, went to a vote, and I'd say, look, next year, you know, it's two years a lot of football clubs have been left waiting, and it's just not going to happen next year. I, I'm guessing. And even if, with with the hurling, the footballers were still trying as much as not as much, but you know, they were still they had to try and uh, anyone that's involved with both courts still had to put their throw their face into the f- football as much as uh, as the code as well. So. Um, uh, you know, uh, in answer to your question, Kev, season more, go on, Brian. Uh, the question was why, uh, and I can say this with a certain degree, a certainty, which is that uh, there's as much politics in GA as there are in actual politics. Uh, <laughs> I have no doubt whatsoever, Brian. I think, no doubt. I think, uh, and um. And it's probably fairly common knowledge, but I think what happened was there was a previous vote where lads had kind of said, look, we need this, will you back us? And then there was, reverse was looked for the following year and stuff. So you've clubs, I suppose, in one sense, helping each other out. And in another sense, it, it means that, um, I think what, I, as long as the players have certainty, I think it, it's fairly positive. Um, the only, I suppose the downside is it means you've got all those fine weeks in May, June, July, um, with one code not getting to, to play championship, but um, um, as long as the as long as the players are happy and the the supporters get entertained, uh, we can't really complain, can we? Mm-hmm. Um, I will add in one little thing that's not entirely football related, but the under twenty hurling final didn't go ahead the week before last, obviously. And my understanding is that the CCC awarded the game to Mount Leinster Rangers, and there is talk going around that Bindersound have gone to Leinster Council to appeal. That decision. Um, so when we get Wait. more information, we'll 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 source it out. But I just don't weren't in a position to play the game. Um, I don't know what this. This is only speculation. Over, I believe maybe there was people on holidays, and the bodies weren't there to fulfil it. I think so. The semi final would have been played on a Tuesday or Wednesday. I think the final was down on the Saturday, three or four days later. Yeah. Um, and yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how that's gonna pan out. Um, anything else, lads? Before we wrap it up. Well, just the, the boardroom isn't um, isn't the worst place to be awarded the match. Uh, Raffili wouldn't have, mightn't have been in the eighty three final only for um, it was they were 
the semi-final was awarded to them in the boardroom and uh, Danny Rogue in the final and managed to beat them so um, there's a lot to be said for the boardroom what was that with Brian? Uh, the semi-final Tin Island what happened there? I don't know I think it was, was the late Tommy O'Neill was he unavailable and Tyrell didn't want to play and Rafael said I know we'll, we'll play anyway lads and um I, I mightn't have it fully correct, but there was yeah, yeah, yeah. players were away or players weren't available, and um, uh, Tin Island were, were thrown out, and I feel were true. And like that that time, Tin Island were going strong. Um, yeah, rolling county champions in there, he already won. Definitely, he won anyway. Um, and should they haven't they haven't won a senior since. No. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> maybe the boardroom is the curse. <laughs> but um. But and and like you know um. If if Rafael hadn't hadn't been in the final that year, and 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 won it, who knows what might have happened? Like you know, but that that like, that was a huge catalyst for us. Um, well, it was sixty seven and then seventy three and seventy eight, but uh, eighty three was the first senior, and it's been um, it's been the backbone of everything we've had um ever since. You know. Mm-hmm. Right, gents, we'll leave it there. Um, thanks for your company this evening. Much appreciated. Uh, Brian, we, you'll call in to us again. We haven't frightened you off here now, right? Now we know. No, if 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 you'll have me, good stuff, good stuff. Yeah. Um, we we get we get someone else crack the next time. We won't have anyone killed. I'd love um, to go on a snack box someday for the crack. Uh, do you know what? I, I that that brain part has crossed my mind. Um, with the with the with the screen big enough for two, hardly <laughs> <laughs> would. Fifty-five inch screens now, brain. We're all right. The broadband, <laughs> the broadband, be able for the toys. Yeah, it might be under pressure. Uh, so uh, hopefully, yeah, we might make adjustments on on that one actually. But anyway, again, thanks, a million. Appreciate your time as oh, always. Best. Thank you, Steve Marbury and Brian Donahue. Uh, shout out to our sponsors again for the championship, the Recovery Hub in Carlo, J and J Services in Tullow, the Baba's Barbershop in Carlotown, the Green Lemon Cafe in Raffili, and Seamus Bourne Electrical specialists in floodlights of course uh as you said there is advertising space available for some more companies very competitive rate for the championship still good value to be got there uh our listeners our viewers thanks a million for uh tuning in good few in there tonight we'll get the audio up on spotify and apple and all those places as we do give us a follow on twitter facebook and instagram at the left wing back and if you're enjoying the coverage we do have a buy me a coffee link you can support our efforts for the price of a coffee that's it go on good luck we'll chat to you soon.